Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and Happy New Year. We are kicking things off with Glass Onion, which is the sequel to Knives Out, so major, major spoiler alert for both of those films. And then we're doing our 2022 year in review. We're taking a look at the films and TV shows that we watched throughout the course of the years, the highs and the lows. Also, just a quick note, a tiny spoiler alert for Babylon, which might not be obvious from, you know, the intro and the the show notes for this. We do talk about one specific scene in it. It is not necessarily relevant to the entire larger plot, but if you're somebody who just doesn't like to hear spoilers at all, it's towards the end of the episode. So just skip ahead 30 seconds when we start talking about Babylon. And without further ado, here's we're watching what? We are back. We finally saw Glass Onion, or we can finally talk about Glass Onion, because we all saw it a while ago, but didn't want to spoil it for anybody. Jackie, I would like to start with you, since you are our possibly most vocal Knives Out fan. How did you feel about it? I really liked it. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I kind of wish the murder mystery part of it was more intense, I guess, but I thoroughly enjoyed, you know, the social commentary and all the jokes and and all that stuff. And so, yeah, I liked it. All right, Matt. I liked it about as much as I like Gla- or Knives Out, which is moderately, I'd say. Okay. Happy <laughs> like, like, response. Well, no, like like watching them both, like I enjoy my time, uh, but I neither are things that I feel super super like into watching over and over. You know, and I, and I, I that's always my sign. Like I'm an avid rewatcher of yeah. most films that I love. So I was like, okay. And I even watch. I did watch Knives Out again um, mm. in the wake of this kind of coming out I hadn't revisited it and uh yeah I felt about the same I did before like I, yeah I enjoy it I have some little things that I don't love about the way he structures them okay but the characters are obviously super fun you know so like yeah. that makes yeah. it entertaining yeah. and obviously the actor the acting is, is always fun uh, the cast yes this is one of the few movies I did rewatch because I sat my family down to watch it because we couldn't agree on anything I was like well I think this will be and to their credit, getting my family to all pay attention to anything is nigh impossible. And they were only on their phones for like 75% of it. And they watched most oh. of it. They only asked a few questions in, in like a we're not paying attention way. So I was like, oh, this is actually a win. There you go. Yeah, I made my parents <laughs> watch it. Yeah, I've already watched it a couple of times. Matt, do you want to elaborate on your? Yeah, no, I I think what it is is that for me in both films, but I'll, I'll stick more to Glass Onion, obviously that's what we're talking about. But it's like, the structure of we're going in and the killer feels so obvious to me, right? Like the, Mm -hmm. like what ends up being the murder mystery even before we know what the mystery is, feels obvious to me. And I felt that way about Knives Out as well. But then it's like, oh, but then we sit through this whole thing about how it could be other people, but then it ends up being the most obvious person. And it felt like that was very much the same here. And it's like, we don't even know what, I, I like my whodunits, I guess, to be something where like I can pick up and put the pieces together throughout the film and you can like you can guess it logically mm-hmm. not just oh I think it's this person because it makes sense to be that person but it feels like he structures the stories in such a way where you you're watching all this stuff you're trying to figure out okay what's 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 going to be the thing here and then you then you actually watch a flashback of what actually happens and then you're trying to figure out that part of it but from the beginning you can't guess that that's what happened do you know what I'm saying? Like, well, where it's like one, for, yeah. for Glass Onion, like my main complaint is that like you couldn't have known she was a twin, so there's like no way that you could have guessed that twist. Yeah, but I would argue that Knives Out, you there were the, all the red herrings made sense. Yeah, I guess you like I can't, I, I can't see anything there that would make 
Miko, oh, it's an accidental death, and then someone, or, you know, someone was framed for it, and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like you get this, like, big reveal of, like, here's what happened, and then now, let's find out. And then in that one, it was, like, same thing, where I was like, well, from the beginning, I, I seemed like Chris Evans was the one to do it, and then he was, so then I'm like, oh, okay. But then you just made the story all complicated for, you know, like, and I felt that, yeah, it's different, but I felt it here, too, and the twin thing kind of got to me, because it's, yeah, like, the prestige thing, where I, I never liked that, where I'm like, oh, it's a twin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's never my favorite thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. The twin thing was the weakest part of it for me. Also, the not to harp on it too much, because I love Janelle Monet in it, but, you know, the idea that the the I don't even remember the second twin's name, but it's it, their voice is so different than the rich bitch voice. And yes, they plant the idea that like, oh, they've been practicing this voice since they were kids or whatever it is. But I was like, that is a that's some like method acting ability. And then of course they're like, oh yeah, and she has all the she writes a journal every day since she was six, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Of she knows yeah. everything. And it's like, okay, sure. Well, and all, this, I, and all I, these people didn't know that she had a twin. It was like, really... no, they did. They admitted did knowing they did, but they just okay. didn't expect the twin to be there because they didn't okay, know okay, she was yeah. dead. Really? And they're so narcissistic that, like, I could understand. You know, I think Kate Hudson's character is the one who does the like, oh yeah, like I you, you told us about mm. your oh wait, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 <laughs> you know? that I think she says like nothing is real or something like that. You know, it's very. I thought it was very funny, but um, yeah, yeah. Kate no, Hudson like was so good. Characters. I thought she was, yeah, she was so funny. She was so so good. I love turning this. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I thought, considering how long this has been in the making and, you know, it takes a write and get a movie done, whatever, how prescient was this about just the downfall of tech billionaire, you know, descent know. into madness? Like, uh. <laughs> You know, well, it's like yeah. he predicted everything. <laughs> well, because yeah, he, he said in several interviews that it's not only based on Elon Musk, which makes no, sense. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's clearly like multiple an amalgam, but, but just like so, the it just feels, on. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's it kind of highlights the unfortunate truth that there are so many people when they get that amount of money and power that are just like that, <laughs> you know? And you're like, eh. Yeah. And that like are <laughs> able to rise to those positions, knowing absolutely nothing except for how to, you know, not con other people, but like bullshit other people. Right. Or bring them into your vortex. Yeah. I mean, his speech about, you know, being disruptors, I was like dying laughing because it was oh just so God. dumb. I loved yes. It. I love it. I also, <laughs> I love it. I love that we are completely ignoring the fact that the, Daryl is the cop from the first movie. Oh, because oh, uh, I didn't pick up on that. I guess. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I don't expect it. So Noah Segan is like uh, right one of Ryan's. He's like the Ron Perlman to Guillermo. You know, he's like in all of his mm. stuff. And so I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like Noah's the. <laughs> he's like a pretty prominent detective in the first one. Oh, but he's obviously like in the background of this. Then like you know, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I laughed at that. I was like, I guess we're just ignoring that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and I. I think for me, it would make me happy if he if he continues making more of these. I would love it if, and I don't know if if they feel very obvious to anyone else, but I would love it if I could not guess the killer so soon, <laughs> you know, or guess it because there's reason that makes sense. Like from the beginning, is like, oh, okay, I'm following this along, but it just seemed like, oh, this is the yeah. I don't know if I guess cringiest. You know, he seems like the one who would do it. So you're gonna try to make me think he didn't do it because he's the obvious, you know, psychopath. 
Yeah. I don't think I thought he did it the first time. Obviously, you know, the second time you watch it, just because I was like, oh, he manip. I, I assumed he was the one who was behind it, but that like somebody else executed it upon it. Oh, like actually did they? Yeah. Yeah. That was my guess. But yeah. All right. Well, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I would recommend it to everyone. Yeah. I felt. I, I loved it. I, I, I hope it didn't I'd get spoiled for people. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have seen the. the Maybe it's just the corner of the internet that I live on, but it's all like for the next one, have it just be the Muppets and then Benoit Blanc. <laughs> and I'm like, I would give everything to watch that. Like I, anything that and everything to have that be the next one of these. Yeah, that'd be funny. I had a little fun experience watching it when I went to the theater. It was like we. we oh, yeah. You went to one of the ones he was at. Well, I didn't know he was going to be there, but we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And but we like booked this the little, this little theater I like and it. um. We booked it kind of late, like last minute, and got just sat in the front row, which yeah. they're the recliners, so it's not that bad, you know. Yeah. Like it's not like it's right up there, but we're like, eh, whatever. We'll sit in the front row, and then he showed up and did a little intro, and then he gave milk duds to everyone in the front row, and he signed them. <laughs> he was like, and mine says like up fronter or something, or like because <laughs> he was like he basically was like he called out everyone in the front row and was like, you guys, you know, care enough about coming to the movies to sit in the front row, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're. <laughs> I was like, yes, you're right. <laughs> did you eat the milk duds is the question. I did, but I did keep the box because I was fun. like, oh, it's kind of fun. You know, so I don't know what I'll do with it. But I was like, oh, it's kind of fun, you know. Yeah. All right. I thought that was yeah. a sweet thing to do, though. It, yes. Super yes. Fun. They, a, lot, a lot of on the ground field marketing like, yeah. events for this one. It's, it's, it is a shame that it was only in theaters for a week. Like, I, I wish more it people is, yeah. had the opportunity to. But I, I feel like, and again, maybe it's just the pockets of the internet I'm in, that people were decent about not spoiling it ahead of time yeah. i guess i haven't clicked on like articles about it I don't, you know but i hadn't seen anyone saying anything like that spoilery yeah. about it at all and so i, I think like, okay, the like cool. angela lansbury cameo got spoiled in a couple mm. places Uh-oh. but i don't think like the killer got spoiled in any, anywhere that that's I true yeah there yeah. were i think i think the angela lansbury one and the um yo-yo ma one of all things i saw get posted mm. <laughs> it's just like yeah but no, like, okay. they block, you know, spoilers, <laughs> yeah. which is just nice, you know, and I think, and that's the thing, too, is, yeah, it's sad, because it, it it was fun in a theater, and I saw Knives Out at a pre-screening of that, too, with a similarly kind of, like, rowdy crowd who was just kind of into, like, very excited about it and was very mm-hmm. reactive to it. Yeah. And it's the type of thing that is better in that way, you know, so it's like, it's, it is a shame it didn't get more. Yeah more time but, but i mean hopefully yeah. they'll do a theatrical run for the next one as well yeah i mean i think they saw they were able to make a decent chunk of money doing it for the week so a, hopefully... a lot of money they yeah. made a lot of money doing it and yeah. what you know but Especially and i don't know if that was... where things weren't you know? yeah but all right well let's this is we're doing our year in review and i will fully cop to glass onion is amongst my top movies of the year i don't know what that says about the year <laughs> <laughs> I was I was trying to do inventory on it, and I found I don't know if the two of you found this. I found it a lot easier to do my TV list. In fact, my TV list was overflowing versus my movie list. But I am curious as to what our what our top sort of films of twenty twenty two were. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like in the last month and a half or so, there have know, been, it's been very heavy this, this there last. A lot of films it's it's the awards push. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it's like there have been a lot that I've like really liked, but. When I was looking through the year to kind of say, okay, let's remind myself of, you know, those months that I can't remember anymore. Yeah. And really, really not very many <laughs> films, like, you know. Um, so, 
Yeah, I don't know. And so maybe maybe not surprising to most because of my track record with Mr. Aronofsky, but the whale is coming out on top for me right now. Really? Like, I'm obsessed with that movie, Dana. Like I like okay. it, that movie has like affected me. It haunts me. That to me, it felt like a it felt like Aronofsky's back, like kind of thing for me. Oh. And I was like, I yeah, I, I loved it. But we are so, we're gonna have to de- dive deeper on that once Jackie's seen we it. We will. I yeah. I have opinions. Have thoughts. <laughs> yeah, let's let's I do have it. But, thoughts. but that that tops tops my list currently. And then I don't know if we can count it as a movie, but Werewolf by Night for me. I I have watched Ooh, that thing probably. I don't know if that counts times. as a movie or as a special I don't event. Know if it does either. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it was like, well, I don't know if like if there's a time. Where a movie is like, okay, it has to be this long or something. I don't know, but it like Academy it, Rules. <laughs> yeah, like but when I looked at the list of like films that were released, it was on there, and I was like, well, if it's if it counts, it's my number two. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. And then I probably put everywhere everything, everything everywhere all at once, everywhere. Everything. I mean, I'll give you three guesses uh, as to what my top movie of the year was. Like, that's your number one, I think, right? But, yes, of course, <laughs> like without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, weird, weird year. Weird year. Yeah. Jackie, what are some of your top? I think my number one is actually Turning Red. Oh, fun. That's definitely on my, that was an easy one to add to it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was looking through them and I was like, yeah, I think Turning Red is probably my favorite. Yeah, it's on my list for sure. Yeah, and and I haven't seen everything I want to see yet, so mm-hmm. it's hard to like have a definitive list right now because I haven't seen, I haven't seen The Whale, I haven't seen Empire of Light. There's a couple other ones that I want to see. I haven't seen Tar yet. I want to see a couple, I don't know. There's just some movies I want to see before. I make my definitive to, list. Yeah, but I will say that follow up because I want to know if any of those actually make it onto it. They edge it yeah, out. I would, yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows, right? But I think my I'm totally blanking on the title. Hold on. Um, the menu. Yes, the menu. That's gonna, I was gonna so the, the menu. Mi- yeah. yeah, the menu is my second. I loved that. I was really obsessed with it. And then um, my third is actually Triangle of Sadness. Oh. Such a good time watching that film that, like, you know, it had to be. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, I also love those movies, but I do always have to wonder, is it, you know, recency bias? Where I was wondering the same, and so I was like, everything everywhere, but I'm like, some of these movies, I'm just like, is it because I just saw them? It's very possible. Aside from Glass Onion, I actually don't have anything in the last two months, I think on my list for that well that's good yeah and i don't know if it was it was, it was sort of like a, a reaction to that being like ugh, i i've not enjoyed the awards contenders this year and it's just been very uh, I, i've been off put by them and so you know maybe it's that and, but i feel like that happens to me every year i do i do i really did enjoy the menu i've enjoyed triangle sadness i wasn't even though i was the one who set the list number i was like oh i don't want to go overboard and like put things on it but if i was picking a larger list those would be on it. But I ended up with The Woman King. I actually really liked. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah. It was just like a good entertaining action movie. I still haven't movie. seen it. But I heard oh. it's. Oh. Watch that. Oh, yeah. Neither of you will have this one. But Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with my dear Nick Cage. Like, sadness is more right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then I was I was re-re-looking at my uh, thing. And, which is making me start to think that my letterbox wasn't right. But I guess I would like consider throwing Fire Island on there. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I have shout outs to things like Fire Island. And then uh, I really liked Cha Cha Real Smooth. I loved Fresh. Like, say some things that oh, were yeah, more yeah, streaming. Yeah, yeah. I, was I like, mean, okay. I, think, I think it's fine to include those. You know, this isn't like. Totally, hard, yeah. Yeah. No, but I was just saying special shout outs to things like all three of those are films that, like, I was barely aware of before they were out. And 
would never have imagined that I would have them on a list. And they are on my 10, I think. <laughs> you know, I, so. uh, I forgot about this one, but Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I absolutely loved. Oh, yeah, and that I will was this year. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But I, I do think it's interesting that aside from Werewolf by Night, like none of us really have a Marvel movie on there. We had I know. several Marvel movies to choose from. I know. It's yeah. kind of telling. Yeah. It is. You know? And I also had, like, it's not like a fave, fave of the year necessarily, but I liked The Northman quite a bit. But You Won't Be Alone, I really liked, which is a foreign I film, but Numi Rapace felt witches. But I, I loved that. And so yeah. there's some, it's an odd list. I was, like, trying to make the 10 because I like to do that. And it was actually really hard to do anything past three. I made it to five and then I cut myself off and then I was like oh but Fire Island you know and yeah. I was like oh well then it becomes my top I usually do like a top 20 of the year and I was okay, this yeah. year feels like it's tough to fill 20 but yeah you know. I don't know that I could fill 20 with things that I feel very strongly about yeah so. I, I look at it as the of the year not necessarily mm -hmm. like and it's grown because I think I started, I can't, I think I started in like 2017 or something like that. So it was like, oh, top 17. Of, and now I'm like, I'm not going to do 22. We're going to run out of, you know, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I struggled a bit, but perhaps we should shift gears then to television slash streaming, which I felt like was a much more fruitful and challenging thing. And I did not call that list down at all. <laughs> You're like, so I have 3000 entries. To I have 3000 things. And welcome <laughs> to my TED talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think and, you should start. And, Tell us your stuff. Yeah. What is, what's, what is, what's on the list? So I've got things like White Lotus, which we just wrapped up on. Again, there was like a recency bias with some of it, but I think White Lotus, even with the first season, and or, you know, it, I thought was fantastic. I forgot that Severance was this year. This year wow. felt really long in terms of television. Yeah, really. The Bear, Abbott Elementary. I actually never watched The Bear, but everyone Ooh. says it's really good. I think if you liked the menu and you like the like chef culture-y stuff, you'll possibly like bear i like chef shows for the yeah i think you'll like the bear i think i'm the only one who watched extraordinary attorney woo on netflix right yeah okay i really like it It was one of the korean shows blackbird which we watched on apple tv obviously rings of power which i'm assuming is a, the, one of the cross pollinated yeah uh loot also forgot was this year she hulk loot oh my god i forgot about loot loot is so good loot. i love loot oh. she hulk sandman welcome to wrexham our flag means death the Boys, Miss Marvel, What We Do in the Shadows, Hacks came out this year, Barry came out this year, like so yeah. much television. Yeah, and I got a lot of so those. Good. Now, what do I mean? I don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be a list list, but I was just looking through what I watched this year. I was like, wow. Yeah, because I was it like, was really good for TV. My three, like, my three that were coming to mind that were rounding out the top were Rings of Power and then mm -hmm. Andor and honestly House of the Dragon because I really liked that show. I thought but... about I thought about putting House of the Dragon on there, but it makes House me of so the Dragon angry. for me was like yeah. four, but like I was I was thinking Rings of Power, Andor, White Lotus, and then mm. and Ms. Marvel was this year too, right? Ms. Marvel was this year, and I loved Ms. Marvel, and I loved She Hulk, and I loved Loot. Obi Wan was this year. Uh, Pachinko also was this year, wasn't it? Pachinko was this year. Yes, I thought I that was very Pachinko. good. I, w I loved Pachinko, but for whatever reason, and and maybe I just was I was hurriedly making this list, you know, right before this. But I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to put Pachinko on there. I feel like yeah. in the moment, I thought it was spectacular, amazing, beautifully well done. But it has not stayed with me as much. But mm -hmm. I'm also like, oh, is it because I read the book, and the book is now sort of the definitive version for me? Yeah. No, I it. It's not something that I guess I have on my repertoire of just kind of like, oh, I got to put that on again. But 
I loved watching that show. Like, I kind of think of the shows in a way where some of it's like, okay, because I, you know, I just love it so much. So how could I not? But when it's episodic, especially, it's hard because sometimes they're binging, you know. But when it's yeah. something that's weekly, I think about how I was feeling every week going into watching it and my excitement level for it. Mm-hmm. And of the shows that I liked this year that I felt strongly about watching every week, whatever, Pachinko was one that, like, I would sit down and watch that thing right away. Like, I was like, excited for it because mm-hmm. it was just so beautiful. So I, I think I include it in that way. But, yeah, it doesn't – I've never read the book, and I, it made me want to read it. Well, and I know you, you kind of made me want to read it too. We talked, but. But also in an interesting way. So I think that speaks to, I binged it versus, okay. actually, so I binged it in halves. I binged the first half and I was like, yeah, I just really want to read the book. And so then I read the book and then I went oh, back. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I do wonder if that changed, sure, you know, yeah. the experience. Of well, because the lens you watched the last half through was with all this like knowledge already versus like, you know, yeah, it's, it's comparative. Learning but, everything. But I think yeah, that, you know, that watching the first half of it made me, I was like, ah, yeah, like this might be easier to understand as the book. Sure. Yeah. You know, so that makes sense. I found it to be, but that's also because having reading, yeah. reading versus having to read subtitles and like mentally code switch as opposed to, you know, it's it's just a slightly different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And code switch, language switch. But yeah, loot, loot was a, definitely on the big list for me. And then also, I, I still just love Sex Lives of College Girls. Like, I love Oh, yes. Girls. Sex Lives of College Girls. Oh, I did oh, love God. that. I forgot. I oh, love that. we that. just I finished was... that. And it... it just finished, I and I forgot already. There was just so much good TV this year. It was very, like, everything we've been talking about, I was, like, looking forward to weekly and, like, waiting for it to show up, you know? Yeah. So much easier to write the TV list than, yeah. it was, like, truly astounding. Well, Which you know, because there was consumed so much TV as well, because we watched a no, lot it's of true. shows. Yeah. But but there was a time and I remember we talked about it back like toward the end of the summer. But it was like, wow, we are literally living right now, getting a new episode of Rings of Power and or in House of the Dragon all in the same week, every week for a few weeks there. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like and all three of them, for the most part, felt uh, higher quality than a lot of the films we were getting at the time. And I remember just thinking, like, what yeah. is happening? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and it, it was just so crazy. bizarre. Yeah. The the first week that the the trifecta occurred was in September, and the movie that week was Don't Worry, Darling, which tells you, you like go. you know completely forgettable, <laughs> huge splashy movies theoretically, and then you know nowhere on anybody. But we're like, oh my god, She Hulk and or Rings of Power, and then I I don't think there was ever a four week, but it was. Well, I know I think House of the Dragon was airing then, but we just weren't covering it. You know, it's it's just yeah, you know, we were inundated with the, the you know. Well, yeah, and then there was and then much uh, to cover effects, it. right? And the effects left something to be desired, but for some of that too, She Hulk was airing, and I know you know I think I know Jackie, you were loving that, and I, I liked it, but you know that was another one where it was like it was just strong, strong television happening all together, and it was just kind of like, huh, <laughs> the nice yeah. breath, breath I know, fresh we're, air. We're gonna up. really miss this year because they figured yeah. out that streaming doesn't make any money, so now many yep. shows at once anymore. it's gonna be i don't know what was it netflix maybe by the time this comes out it'll already have come out but you know they're doing their first like live special blah blah blah. and i was like so you tv you've been you, you're doing tv is what you're doing <laughs> you're Real, been, traditional you're television tv so we're going yeah, back. it's like the chris rock that i'm like Ooh. okay so it's it's television congrats you figured out the original model that you based this on right but pretty much it. i mean yeah no, there was some excellent stuff. There was some not so. I'm looking back. I'm like, I don't want to hate on anything, but I was like, oh, there are some things that were. That I was really things. excited for that, like, just like Joe versus Carol. I thought could have been great. The courtship, yeah. which was that dating 
show them. I like, was thinking, Bridgerton, oh, Bridgerton I thought that could have been fun, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and then... it was like there's a world in which, you know, <laughs> this could have been yeah. cool. Yeah, and I wouldn't say this is like, oh, it was just so bad or anything because it wasn't necessarily. But I, yeah, I just didn't. I thought about Pam and Tommy a lot. Where I was, like, I actually didn't dislike Pam and Tommy. I didn't dislike it either, but I just by the end of it, I. I was just done with it. Like when it was like the last couple episodes was very kind of like, okay, just wrap this up. And I remember just thinking like, there's something here where like, it was, it wasn't that it wasn't good. It's just, there was something there where this, if it was tightened up a little bit, like this could have been like a really, really good show. I felt. And it was, it kind of just went a little. I felt that way about, and I haven't watched it all. So keep that in mind. I did feel that way about Chippendales. Like I felt like it had like all of the, right things but somehow it wasn't as compelling as it should have been i really enjoyed welcome to chippendales but i i don't know if it was again the recency bias and the i got to binge it mm-hmm. yeah and so i you I, know i only watched like two or three episodes I think. yeah I could, I could see that i could see that and i thought being. the actors were doing well i thought like everything but there was just something where i was like not compelled to turn on the you know the next episode for whatever reason yeah when it just auto plays you you know it yeah, suddenly becomes exactly. a lot <laughs> it's true yeah <laughs> uh, you know but i really did love sandman quite a bit i mean i thought the end of the yeah. season wasn't quite as strong as the beginning of the season because the endless stuff is just so much more compelling yeah but i really enjoyed it too so it's kind of hard that it i thought i thought i mean given the expectations it had to live up to like i I found it enjoyable, and I I kind of like that we got some of the stuff out of the way, you know. Well, it's such that, a feat. Yeah, it's such a hard story to tell. I and really hope they do it all, though. At this point, like, yeah, you're you're gonna have emo whatever space dream. Just commit to it. Just give me all the seasons. Yeah, just do it. Like that's that's the thing is it's hard. I wish that things could be greenlit so far ahead of time. Kind of like you well, know, rings and, of power. Yeah, and, and rings of power. But like I. It, it always sucks when, like, okay, I'm going to invest in this thing, but, like, we don't know. I know we're getting a season two now, but we didn't yeah. know that for a while. And, you know, and it's just, time. like, yeah. and it's sad because you're, like, oh, God. Which, you know, I know, Dana, we've talked to you. You're not in love with the series, but the His Dark Materials thing, part of what I love about it is that we knew from when that first one was coming out, they were doing all three. So, for better or for worse, we were getting I, all I three I wanted books, that so show to be end. good. I, like, I, I love, love it. But yeah. I love those books, and I just could yeah. not get into the movie yeah. i just not the movie sorry the se- I, I definitely yeah. couldn't get into the movie but i could oh, not yeah. get into the series <laughs> but that was one of my things about that movie when it was coming out is yeah, you know they I love to, like books. shove it. it's too much to cover yeah. and, and they when what they did too is they cut they filmed the ending of that first movie of that first book and they cut it out because they thought it would like upset people too much and it was going to go at the beginning the of the second film right yeah and then they didn't make the film and so it's just this <laughs> even if the movie was was better or you know, it's not great but either way it's just this incomplete thing and i'm like i just want this whole series and so i have my complaints about this show i love it but i i'm just happy that it's like it's a full thing that will be complete and it's like ah you know i wish we could always <laughs> yeah. have that guarantee yeah you know what is it just it's flipping on the little thing that i'm like oh, moon night was this year it sure was sure yeah. was well, that is a thing I, that happened it happened i do like when when they commit to like a storyline so that it doesn't because sometimes when things are really popular even you know it gets bad after a while because they're they don't have the same I don't know overarching story that's so great you know yeah if you tell me you're gonna do five seasons great that's fine I'm okay with I, like, you I'm not gonna ask out. for more you know what I mean you, if it out I'm assuming that you're gonna do five great seasons looking at you rings of power yeah and <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't leave me wanting for anything like just give me everything 
Yeah, exactly. Because you have time to plan it and you have the time to do everything, which, yeah. you know, is a lot of my problem with some older TV shows is they clearly didn't know how many seasons they were going to have. Like Lost. And then they run out of story. Like Lost. Yeah, Lost, <laughs> Supernatural. Like, I mean, they get weird, you know? It's a lot of J.J. Abrams, I guess. A lot but... of J.J. Abrams. Yeah, a lot of just winging it, J.J. I'm seeing it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> I think 2022 will be a very interesting year to look back at in like five years, 10 years, because we're still in the, you know, it, new content was coming out. So we're not in that desperate, completely desperate and as a, a, evidenced by the TV side of it. But I didn't feel like, except for everything everywhere, maybe in turning red and probably rings of power because of the foundation it's building for years and years to come and like a couple of the other things. I don't know if I'm going to come back in five years and be like, oh, my God, these are my top movies of all time or my top shows of all time. You know, I think something like White Lotus or Sex Life is College Girls, where I'm like, oh, this is already the second season. And I'm coming back to it. I was like this, this, you know, it's a stronger case. But some of the other stuff, I'm like, ooh, this would be a really interesting thing to time capsule and look back at. Yeah, like those when it's a second season of something or hacks, even something like that, you're not going to look back and like think of this year. You're thinking, you're looking at the whole thing and you're going to think of when it started and the whole time, you know, it's not yeah. just like, Oh, 2022, what a year for television <laughs> right. you know, in those things. But I mean, it might be though. Like, yeah, like I, I feel yeah. like, yeah, you know, but, you uh, know, yeah. New stuff. It's not as, you know, you'll return to moon Knight though. Dana. I see that for you. I thank you. Yes. <laughs> Jackie, who managed, I don't think you did. You ended up finishing that, right? Like you, I didn't even. First, yeah, you yeah. tapped out. On it. Proud of you. Good for, good for you. I was like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, I think I think 2022, and also compacted with 2021, I think we're going to be able to like look back at both these years just for the sheer amount of content, mm-hmm. and and probably just be like, wow, remember when? Well, <laughs> that's part of the problem. So is much how TV. Can, well, so much can't be that memorable when you have too many things that you have to like be watching that it your your brain just can't keep it all. So like I'm sure there are things that I liked a lot more than I remember liking at this point. <laughs> you know, in the moment. So true. That I yeah. was just like moving on, you know, because I can't, you know. I'm looking back at my top films of twenty twenty one. I'm like, what? Yeah, that was like, a rough that was I mean, a rough one. I, I don't think I well, actually no, there are some that I would probably take off the list at this point, but I'm like, oh I guess. 2020 was weirdly a stronger year for some reason. Yeah, it was because those things were already in the works, you know, and then That's true. And then a lot of them just went and then streaming. 21 just think, got screwed. Cause yeah. But yeah, I think what we're experiencing is like, you know, when you look at COVID and stuff and the, just the whole pandemic and like moving things so quickly to streaming, which, you know, things were already going there, but yeah. the way it happened so, so hugely in such a big mass way. Mm-hmm. now we're yeah we are seeing that these companies are like well this isn't exactly a sustainable model to be doing this amount of content and this level of content and only for subscription prices right because it just doesn't equate you know and so now we're going to see a lot of these companies probably scaling back a bit because yeah. <laughs> you know and so it'll be a, a a time to look back on and being like wow like i don't i i wouldn't be shocked if if you look at the the stats or something it's like the, the percentage of things that we got this year and last year compared to normal years in the future mm-hmm. will be very different yeah so I, we'll I agree yeah but let's hope for the quality yeah and that's the thing is i would take i would take like 60 i'd take like 40 percent less content with better quality across the board yeah <laughs> or like any you know and yeah day. any day than having this much just kind of cranked out for what i can tell is no good reason yeah. Besides just trying to compete with another streamer. For the sake of it. Yeah. It's it's it'll be it'll be a thing to, to look back on. I don't know. Well, 
we're watching what? Did we have time to watch other things in this last uh, throws? I, I mean, I don't think anything made it into our top lists based on our previous conversation, but uh, did we? what did we watch over this little holiday break? I took my parents to see I Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh, fun. The Whitney Houston biopic. One of Matt's close friends and someone I know tangentially through him, you know, several times uh, edited it. And so it was really exciting to see her name up on the big screen. Cool. And she did an excellent job. It is very well edited, which is, yeah. Ex- yeah. And I really liked it, actually, as a movie. I've now seen it twice because she had, like, a friend viewing that we went to, too. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked it even better on the second viewing. So it was nice. Ah, high praise, high praise. Yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed that one too. My mom loved it. My mom, my mom, like, my mom is obsessed with it. Honestly, my and my dad too. He was like, "That was such a good movie. That was so yeah. excellent." <laughs> and it it speaks to them, right? Because they were Whitney Houston fans, and they like they remember most of these milestones and stuff too. Yeah, it's good. It was good. It's worth watching. Yeah, That's performance right. is great too. But mm-hmm. I also watched the. Uh, I mean, it was a Tilda Swinton movie. I wanted to see it's like a little ghost movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is it an A24 movie? The Favorite Daughter? Or yeah. No, not Favorite Daughter. That was the one last year. No? Yeah, A24. But The Something Daughter. And yeah, it was. I liked it. But let's see what it is. The Eternal Daughter. Uh. (laughs) Uh, But you know, it kind of had a thing where it was like some stuff that felt very obvious while watching it. It was like, okay, I see what you're doing here. But it was, you know, she was great in it. Um, she plays two roles. She plays the mother and the daughter, which was, yeah, I thought it. was going to be a little distracting. But it, it ended up, I don't know, Tilda's just that person. She just, like, was, like, acting against herself. And she didn't even, the mom didn't look all that old. And the daughter didn't look super young. So it was, like, I just thought it was just going to be, like, okay, what is this? But I, <laughs> I was watching two different people. I was, like, okay. So that was. I mean, Tilda's good. Tilda. Yeah, it's Tilda, Tilda, you know. It's, but it, yeah, but it didn't like exceed any sort of uh, expectation of just kind of being like, oh, that was moody and atmospheric and Tilda's great, <laughs> you know. So yeah. saw that. And then also I mentioned Empire of Light before. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I think it's because we skipped a week and then we didn't. And it's like I'm, I'm recapping like what? Because I've gone to the movies a lot mm. and I wanted to see all these things. Maybe you say yours, Dana, and then maybe it'll come to my mind. I watched, I watched Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. <laughs> I, I don't know people kept saying things about it and it was perfectly innocuous you did not need to know pretty much anything about the other ones I don't think in order for it to make <laughs> sense I, yeah I just I needed to check the box I watched White Noise which is the new Noah Baumbach movie and it was on mm. Netflix I don't want to cap off last year on a bad note but I really strongly disliked that movie oh really did not like it i don't see the point of it i don't i did not enjoy it if i did not like it really feel (laughs) yeah yeah i was like i could be a much more of it i just there's something about it that just did not sit uh, I could not pay attention. I mean, I paid attention to it, but I was like, this is not compelling in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I don't know I, why. It's because it's no Bobak. He got a bit, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe you did this one, too. I watched Babylon. <laughs> I was like, oh, I did something. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I watched Babylon a while back. Jackie, you yeah. going to see that one? <laughs> Unlikely. So you're welcome oh, really? to spoil. Okay. Matt, did, I, I'm going to guess you loved it. You're wrong. I... Okay. Thank God, because there are I some was... things that. I will tell you, I I I loved things about it. Like there are certain things where I was like, oh, I really no, no, did no, this. Even, there are things I liked about it too, but it was Jackie the most chaotic 
experience of my life. And that was part of the point, I know. But <laughs> yeah. I'm no, telling you. It was, it was too you, much. It was too much. But when I tell you that the film gave me a migraine, like, I'm not actually lying. Like, I came out of it oh, and I was wow. having a difficult time driving I 100% home. believe that. I was, like, driving home and I was like, oh, my God, my eyes feel like they're going to close because like, I was having these sharp pains behind them. Like, I got such a headache watching this movie. And it oh, is wow. over three hours long. It so is. Long. I almost, I almost want you to watch it because I want you to understand like just the chaos because it, it, you can't understand it. Unless... <laughs> Maybe we'll watch it at home at some point. <laughs> I will say that there's a lot of gross out stuff in there that I thought I thought of you. Where like I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like this, yeah, I, this movie. Yeah, was... for some reason, like the trailers have never looked compelling to me, and I like a lot of those actors, but I've just been like, yeah, I don't know, I don't think this is. It, it is a movie that is committed to showing every bodily like fluid function. Yeah, there is. Oh, you it's know, I hate thing. that. Yeah, and the that's thing, deeply upsetting. Well, yeah, and the thing, deeply upsetting is the is the right word. And there's the thing too that is like it's that level of just going too far that happens very early on. But like, I kind of like spoil a moment, but I don't want you like you know. But you yeah. you see an elephant poop. Let's just I'm saying that okay. Like on, right. on someone. Uh, like it's and it's a lot, right? It's but what lot. they do is it's not just showing that happen. They he they insist on showing a close-up of the butthole as it opens. Yeah. And then stuff starts coming out. And so it's this kind of thing where, like, in that moment, I'm sitting there and I was like, oh, this is that film. Like, you think you have to show every – you're just going for the shock value here is what you're doing. And you that's know? in the first few minutes. That's minutes like – yeah. it, it just escalates from there. It's like as you're meeting a character, this is like informing on the character, yeah. <laughs> like elephant poop, and it's just like, okay, like I get it, you know, but you, but you just have to like beat you over the head with it. It was like, unfortunately, not to rag too much on Thor, but it was like the goat thing, how the goat just kept on. It's like, oh my god, we get it. The goats are annoying. Don't, Stop don't making these movies. Like, don't insult Thor that way. I just have to say, it's just like it was that extra, like you don't know when to stop. <laughs> but I felt like this was much, much worse than that. Like. Because at least the, well, go- the yeah. goat thing, there's not a bodily function involved or multiple. Oh, yeah. Like, this is way more. This, this is way more deeply. This is, this is, yeah, this yeah. was this, like, uh, literally on drugs. And, you know, yeah, escalated yeah. No, I, the... Totally, yeah. No, I only mean it in that way of just kind of, like, oh, my God. Like, like you, not, it doesn't have to be that on the nose. Like, let's stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it was just, yeah. like, this thing where, like, you don't have to show the butthole opening. That's yeah. just, <laughs> no one needs to yeah, see Yeah, you it. just don't. And you so. Literally. So, yeah. There's stuff that if you watch it, Jackie, you'll you'll be like, oh god, I'm not looking at that. But it, yeah, I don't know. There were some scenes that I very much enjoyed. I also thought that Brad Pitt did a really good job, even though I did also think he was miscast. I at the same time, I can't decide if he did a good job because he's just playing the same character over and over at this point. And yeah. I'm like, is he just Brad Pitt? Is he that guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he that guy? Because he's but playing... he was believable to me. But it was also like because I would have liked to be basically a someone... Brad Pitt character, <laughs> right? But I was like, I almost would have liked to be got someone like less well-known like the main guy you know i didn't know who he was i thought, he I was thought the main guy was right i yeah i really like margot robbie but i need her to make better choices yeah make better choices and yeah i mean i'm, I'm stoked a, for barbie of course but, like, i know but i'm, I'm mm-hmm. worried now i'm like yeah. and now i don't trust her anymore i'm not watching films yeah. for her you know i mean I'm gonna well and i'm just getting a little burnt out in the way we're like watching this it was like for a lot of it it felt like you're just watching harley quinn do yeah. stuff yeah. and i was like "Ooh, margo like she's good like come on let's get you yeah she's do- she's doing exactly yeah. what's being asked of her but she sure. keeps yeah. choosing things that are very similar and i would hope that yeah you know i was just surprised that damien chazelle got this level of like total and 
seeming seemingly total trust from this studio to just make an over three hour movie that was just about chaos. I mean, when you lose your Oscar to Moonlight, <laughs> Moonlight yeah. you know, nothing but it, says. But it was like I know La La Land, you know, and I love La La Land. I don't watch it because it depresses me, but I, I do really love it. But you know, he did First Man after that, and you know, it was fun. Oh, it was forgettable to me. Too. But like, but like people, it was not received well. And so it was, it's not like he's just like hit after hit after hit. I know people like the first one, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, so it was well, weird to me that he got this with, level with of Flash like trust. And La La Land, I feel like built him enough like, cachet to, yeah, you know. Cashing in on it a little bit, but. He really is. I don't know what it'll say about what his next project will end up being and what, what trust he'll be given. Cause I don't know, but it, this was an interesting thing to watch. We'll just say that. <laughs> and I guess I mentally blocked it out cause I just could not remember what it was earlier, but that was uh, the big one. Yeah, I I saw that a while ago, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then uh, people, uh, I feel like again, a corner of the internet is just very divided about it. I cannot, I can't, I just, I can't with that movie. It's just so, yeah. it's too, it's too much. But it capped out that this uh, this year of like this was the year of people just being allowed to make three hour films three that hour didn't films. need they to need be to, three hours that didn't need to be three hours it need to be three hours it has to be stopped stop. immediately like and this was that i'm year. actually kind of like upset because way of the water i actually really liked the last hour and so it makes me sad that it's a film that like i don't really want to rewatch because i don't want to have to sit through the you don't have three hours of your life to give to another movie during this time hours yeah 20 <laughs> minutes i think god yeah, yeah. the other thing is like It'd be one thing if movies were three hours and not all getting released within three weeks of each other, two weeks yeah. of each other even. But the fact that they all come out right now, I'm like, I can't. Like, well, and I just, I, I guess I just time. worry. I guess I just worry with this criticism, and I don't know if it's just going to be if it's going to be a common criticism and people are going to be looking at it, you know, being like, okay, let's start whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't ever want this these films being unnecessarily long to become something that hinders other films that already get hindered, of course, but from being yeah. that when they do need to be that, you know? Yes. That's the thing that upsets me because there are some films that absolutely use the time and need it. Totally. And I don't want, you know, that's, it's a hard, typically in years past, it's a hard thing to get greenlit if you're going to go over 220. Like it is hard yes. to convince a studio to let you do it unless you're a Marvel sequel, you know, but, but, you know, when you're just trying to like, I don't know. And so, or if you're Scorsese or Tarantino, you get to do well, it, but most people don't. I assume a lot of it does also have to do with the short, aggressively shortened window of how quickly stuff makes it to streaming, right? Because before it was like, mm -hmm. yeah, you have to be under X amount because we have to get more screenings in per day. Yeah. You know, like it's it's costing us money to not show this movie. And we can only show this four times a day because of whatever reasons, like that costs us money. Like we're, or not us, but you know, the, the theaters, yeah. the, the distributors, everyone else versus now where I'm just like. You lose you know, like a whole showtime. At yeah. least, you know, and it, it becomes tough. And sometimes for me, like going and seeing all these movies this season, it was very like, it was hard because sometimes I'll do like a back to back and I'm yeah. looking at, okay, this time and that time. And it's hard when they're so long that, A, it's hard to do back to back if it's two overly long movies, but also hard to sync them up and be like, okay, I want to, you know, because the show times well, are so limited. Well, it's not just that. It's also like, I mean, I'm lucky in that a lot of the times I don't have previews, but. If yeah. there are previews, or for me, if there's like a Q&A after whatever it is, I'm like, cool, that's a good four to five hour experience Yeah, that I am very limited on my ability to go participate in. And yeah. I would, you know, I, I remember there was like a Black Panther Q&A and I was like, that's a three plus hour movie plus, you know, Q&A plus however late they're going to run because of a Q&A, you know, starting whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot attend this. 
because it a half a work day, you know, yeah. <laughs> can't do it. And then, and then you're not going to get me to do one at nighttime when I have to be. I'm going to fall right asleep. To sleep. No. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's not the same for this now. You know, you're going to sleep, sleep. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a weird. It's just a weird time. And so Babylon felt like a really. Really good. It was so self-indulgent. And kept, well, God, it got so self, yeah, because I was like, I love that it's so about, like, well, it's weird. It's like shitting on the industry. Well, yeah, it's like shitting on the industry while also then saying you love it. And then, but it was like, by the end there, it was like, oh my God, this is, it's self-indulgent. That's what I said when I came out of it too. I was just like, this whole, like, come on. Yeah. But it was just a nice end cap to this whole, yeah, like I said, year of just, this is, this was this was this year. This is Babylon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's this yes, year. I, film. I agree. I agree. And it's it's funny because I one of my top films, Everything Everywhere, three hour movie, I think. Also chaotic, so, but like contained. Maybe it's a two and a half hour movie. I think that was like two and a half to almost two forty, maybe. But but that filled the time, and it wasn't yes. like oh my god, this needs to end. Oh, and again, that also was two two oh, nineteen yeah. slides in under. Yeah, but also again. Yeah, and again, that was a that to me is a chaotic movie, but it was not like it was all honed, it was reeled in, and it was all appropriate. Yes. <laughs> it, it all matched, you know. It just yes. I don't know. Well, it it used every second of it. It did, yeah. You know, and I'm sure there's stuff that was left on the cutting room floor, but they were like, no, every second of it. Yeah, but again, the fact that that was two twenty, I bet you they had a hell of a time. They probably wanted to make it two thirty, two forty, and the studio well, was like, no. You know, I wonder if A twenty four was like, do whatever your heart desires. Yeah, maybe they were. Who knows? I, I like to think that they are those those people. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see what else. I feel like I've ever really talked about because I saw I've already seen Women Talking with one of the other ones I watched a while back. I haven't done that yet. I would like yeah. to. I saw. Yeah, I want to see that too. But I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, Auto. I that one mm. feels like ugh to me, but I you know. Well, don't worry. It's on our list. <laughs> oh goody. <laughs> that I was think like, it might be an optional. I can't remember, but you're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, I know that one's coming. I think because it's of... limited now, and then or it's going to be limited yes, yes, correct award it's... stuff, right? And then yeah, but I was like, I don't know what you're trying to go for, but okay, good luck. Uh, it's just because Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. I was like, here we have Tom Hanks being grumpy Tom Hanks. Yeah, and uh... <laughs> great. You know what? I'd still take that over Colonel Sanders, Tom Hanks, and Elvis, which is a movie <laughs> I could not stand. And people are like, "Yeah, Elvis," and I'm like, "I swear, if this wins things, yeah." I will riot. Yeah. Yeah, I will riot, but we will find out soon because we are now in award season. The heart of award season. Uh, uh, the results of award season, I guess. You know, we just we just wrapped out the, the what is it, the uh, eligibility windows. So we'll find out. But thank you both and excited for a whole new year of things to watch. <laughs> thank you. That has been it for this episode. A huge thank you to Jackie and Matt for joining, and a huge thank you to you for listening. We are very excited to enter a brand new year of We're Watching What? And if you like this episode, we would love it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a review, or even consider subscribing.